Welcome to another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hallberg. Joining me today is Dr. Keith Gomez, Pastor Emeritus of Northwest Bible Baptist Church and the founder of Providence Baptist College. Thank you so much for coming in. We appreciate you being here. Joy to be here. Uh, and so I want to talk a little bit about what your burden is for our churches, uh, the Independent Fundamental Baptist Movement. What, where are we? What do we lack? Almost kind of a state of the union, if you could. Um, and just give us a challenge about what we could do in our churches that would be better. Yeah, well, you know, when I, when I started traveling, which was actually when I was in Bible college, traveled mm-hmm. to the point where uh, Brother Howes had to make rules against us <laughs> not to travel so much because yes, he wanted us there. Yes, sir. And uh, so uh, I was doing that before I went to HAC, and then I did it while I was there. Mm-hmm. And then when I took the ministry here, we did. And um, there was such a difference back yonder, and that's what forty-five years ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, but when I when I got here, it had been forty years. But I mean, even when I was in college, it was everybody was fired up. Had great soul-winning churches. If you got mad at Brother Gomez and you went across town to another fundamental independent Baptist church, you got the same medicine there. Mm. But now there's different levels of fundamental independent Baptist churches. I mean, you got some that have absolutely no standards, uh, even no King James Bible, they call themselves independent Baptist. It's, it's amazing, the, the changes. But mm. back then, it was a pleasure. Uh, and down through the time, I began to see things change tremendously in attitude and, and uh, start splintering into camps. I still preach in all, I guess, if you want to call them camps, all camps, mm-hmm. if they believe right. I, I, I line up sure. with people that believe right. I don't line up with camps at all. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so uh, what I've noticed now more than anything is we're getting away from what made us what we are. The soul winning, the separation, the Bible preaching, the shooting a two-foot flame out of your nose. Now we got individuals that are trying to be little teacher boys and, and cool dudes and and. And, you know, it's really amazing. And they, they, they think that what we have done in the past will not work now. Mm-hmm. And that's the most foolish thing I've ever heard in my life. And the great churches today, they, they all have the same basic criteria. you got a preacher that's a man of God mm-hmm. that fears nobody, could care less about his reputation. He's, he's a good man. He's strong in his preaching, and he's very compassionate in his heart. And folks know the difference. And he preaches it like it's supposed to be. And he preached it, clears him off a spot every night again, throws a stinking fit, get everybody back in order, and pushes on, wins souls to Christ, mm-hmm. preaches separation, loves people, invest in the young people. It just, it, it, all the great churches still are doing what we were taught uh, as a basis. What I'm finding out today is that's not really true. Mm. And uh, you're doing a good job, I think, by doing these, Brother David, and you, you ask great questions, and, and it's, it's, I think it's a help to those who want to listen. Uh, but uh, young men who just getting started, you don't need to be a big shot. You don't need to be on TV. You mm-hmm. don't need to get your little, you know, ministry. I'm, you know, Gomez Ministries and all this. You don't need to do that stuff. You don't need to have branding and yeah, advertising. Branding, right. Yeah. You, ought to, you ought to probably get out of diapers first. And that's just being as kind as I can. There's something will happen if the devil ever kicks you in the teeth and humbles you. You know, very few people are big enough to be small enough to be used to God. 
Say that again. There's not enough people big enough that stay small enough to be used to God. Wow, that's now, uh, this is what happened to Saul. He, you know, he got big in his own eyes, and, and then God had to take him down. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's amazing that we have young men who, for some reason, I guess, want the spotlight. Uh, a man's greatness is not, and, and character is not what he does in the exceptional moments of of his life, but it's in the ordinary moments mm-hmm. when nobody's watching, not when he's in the spotlight, but when he's by himself. That's the greatness of an individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of people can can rally and, and um, I'd call it rise to the occasion. So there's a lot of guys when they have a place to preach or a conference preacher, but I, go, I, I, can, they, I mean, yeah. they can, they can, but in their private life, it just, it's just not that way. So, um, uh, you know, I'm seeing a little of that out there. Then I'm seeing some of our graduates, some of our graduates is tremendously humble. They're not flashing a the pans, they're not big shots, they're nothing, they're just humble servants. And they're really carving it out one at a time, two at a time, three, and they're, they're growing, not mushroom growth. Yeah. I had a, a bank out of, Bank of the West out of, I think, Texas, came to me one time years ago here, and they said, they said, uh, Pastor Gomez, uh, we love what you got going on here. He said, you got, you got numerical growth, great numerical growth. You got great financial growth. You got great spiritual growth. And they're, they're like this together. They're coming up together like this. Said all of these big conglomerates, these rock and roll churches that build these gigantic buildings and all these people show up because of the entertainment, said we're nervous, we're scared to death. We, we loan them money, but we're scared to death that they're going to go belly up. He said because that's not the way it happens. That's not the way it's supposed yeah. to happen on this mushroom stuff because you can conjure that up by having entertainment, sure. but then you're going to have to compromise your, your message. So, well, uh, just an illustration of that. In our local community here, there's a church that on Sunday morning, I would have to not drive by that church. There were so many people going to it. They had police officers stopping right. traffic, manually right. directing traffic to right. the church. Right. And something happened, and suddenly now on Sunday, not it's nearly right. the traffic, you know, and there's no police officers. They extended a turn lane, you right. know, just to get into this place. And right. it's totally unnecessary now. It's amazing. Yeah. It, it's really amazing, and, and I've seen it over and over. Dr. Robertson, Lee Robertson was here years ago, and he asked me to take him by a few ministries, and I did, and I took him over here to Willow Creek and all, and he, he, he blew up. He got so stinking mad. But it's all, he said, he, sh- he shook that thing, and he said, this thing will never last. He said, this is not a church. Mm. This is just a gathering mm. of people. This is not a local New Testament church. He was hot, man, but, and he was right about it. And so those men, see, see what happens is if, you, if your message is not right, mm-hmm. uh, the money will not be right, and the morals will not be right, and they all go together. And it's amazing how they all kind of fit together. But what I see out there is our guys have gotten away from the basics. I, I can't emphasize, I always ask when they said, you know, preacher, I'm, I'm, I'm at 100, and I can't get over 100. The first question I ask is, what is your soul winning? Tell me your soul winning habits. Well, you know, Thursday night I go out, you know, for an hour and a half, two with the people. And, and then on Saturdays, you know, we do about two hours. And I go, bro, if I, if I fish like that, I never catch fish. If I ever hunted like that, I never kill an animal. 
and what I'm trying to say is Northwest got where it's got because we went 24-7. I still hunt a little bit and fished a little bit, but we won sold. We stayed on the doorstep of people beating doors, winning people to Christ. That's what it welded. Mm-hmm. I had to train everybody at Northwest Bible Baptist Church how to do that. They had none of, the, none of this going on when I came here. So that's what I asked them, and they that normally they'll bow their head and start weeping. They got to get back on the street. So that's what I'm seeing, a lack of soul winning. Those that are are, are doing wonderful. Um, uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pitch something here to college. Nobody's gonna believe, but I was offered this past week that if I can find a man, a man, a young man that's willing to go out as a full-time soul winner and win families to Christ, get them in church, that we can take care of his salary. I was offered that, that I'll take care of his salary. And uh, but then the families that he gets in, mm-hmm. as they as the pastor trains them to give, when they're when they're giving, will you know cover the expenses and the salary of this man. They'll then turn it over to another one, another full time soul winner. You get that? Yeah. That way, the church. So uh, I have an opportunity to help Northwest Bible Baptist Church, and I'm retired. Yes, get another full time soul winner where it continue to grow, because that's how you're going to grow. Yep. You're going to grow from the street, mm-hmm. getting people out, as the Scripture teaches. You can't beat the Bible. Yes, sir. You were mentioning your conversation with Robertson about, you know, it's just a gathering. And I was reminded of that when this past uh, Easter, uh, that yeah. same church I was referring to before, yeah. um, they said Easter gatherings. Right. I was like, wow. Right. And you right. were preaching on that stuff years and years of, yes, in advance. Yes, I'm like, the preacher nailed it again. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. They're, they're defining themselves. It's just yeah. that. They're just yeah. a gathering. Yeah. It's amazing if you get the old tapes from way back in, all the way back in the beginning. I, I had I had a finger on this long, long, long time mm-hmm. ago. It's amazing how independent Baptists will actually look at that and want to copy some of that. I don't want to copy that. I want to copy mm-hmm. what the book says. Yeah. And if you do it, what God says, he's got to bless it because he said it. I'm not worried about reading books about the book or reading books about church growth. Mm-hmm. I want to do what God said to do for church growth. And you, you'll have it the way God wanted it instead of the way you wanted it. Mm-hmm. We need God's people. We don't need the educated crowd, as I said the other day, or, or the, uh, you know, the, 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 the executives. They'll come mm-hmm. if, we, if we win. It's amazing that a lot of the, the big shot, when I say big shot, money people and, and executives and people, they want to, in, uh, those that are saved, want to invest in souls. Mm-hmm. And when they find a ministry that's really ate up with winning people to Christ, they'll invest in ministries like that. So. I was just talking uh, with my dad the other day. It was something I had just stumbled across, uh, just the philosophy of, you know, the modern churches of today versus old-time religion. Um, right. So the little three-point alliterated outline. And the philosophy of the modern churches of today is we want people to belong, believe, behave. And that's completely the wrong order. Right. Because as a soul-winning right. church, I don't want people to belong first. I want them to believe first. Right. They need to be saved. That's exactly. And if they're not saved and if they don't believe, then they shouldn't belong. Right. And strong preaching will drive those people either to belief or away, like you were mentioning on Sunday. Right. You preach strong. It's the gospel strong preaching is going right. to draw people in or it will drive them away. Right. And you don't have to worry about a church that's filled with unregenerate people. Right. If you get more of them than the saved people, they're going to run you out, preacher. Yes. Listen, I wrote this down the other day. Raven Hill said the Christians of old in the Bible were known for prisons, persecution, 
and poverty. Mm. Today's Christians are known for popularity, pleasure, and prosperity. Mm. And that's true. It is true. And so, and that's another thing. Just, uh, you know, you asked about that. We've got to get back to the, you know, what am I seeing out there? And some of the young men need to learn, and we do that here, right? Learn how to uh, deal with finances. Mm-hmm. A preacher's not a businessman, but he needs to know business. Mm-hmm. I just come from a, a national conference where a guy said uh, that this evangelist is the first man to take me out soul winning. And he graduated from my alma mater, which is the soul winning mecca of supposed to be of the universe at the time. Yeah. And I got thinking, you know, what happened there? And he said, well, he dropped off, he was dropped off on a bus route. I meditated on that when coming here today. He dropped off on a bus route and, you know, gather a bunch of get them on the bus and go. At Providence Baptist College, unless something's changed, and it should not have, mm-hmm. is when a student comes here, we put them in the fisherman club, teach them how to win a soul of Christ if they don't know already. Mm-hmm. And then we transfer them into the bus ministry where they can win the parents, et cetera, and the boys and girls of Jesus Christ. It's a shame that people are graduating from Bible college, don't know how to win a soul of Christ. Dr. Frank Norris, I heard him on tape say, if you don't know how to do the personal work, you should not get a diploma from this place, mm-hmm. and you will not get a diploma from this place. It's a great thing when you take a Bible and take a dead man and make him alive again by giving him the gospel of Jesus Christ. Frank Norris used to go out actually before daylight and knock on the knock on the ranchers' doors because they're going out oh, yeah. in the ranch to work, and they well preach come on in. They he'd eat breakfast with him. <laughs> I thought about doing that <laughs> several times, but he'd eat breakfast with and lead those ranchers to Christ. Man, the guy was an unbelievable soul winning, great great preacher. So we got to get back to soul winning, understanding finances, run the business, church, and and uh, do the basics of what we know to do and what mm-hmm. we were taught by the men of old. Don't step on the men of old. You're standing on their shoulders. Don't Mm -hmm. step on them. Don't do that. Thank you so much, Preacher, for your advice. This is tremendous. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed it. Make sure you check out our other YouTube videos on our channel and make sure that you like this video and you share it with somebody who will be benefited by it so we can grow the channel. God bless you.